0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're going to close today the third chapter of the Mishnah of Eruvin. And I just want to remind you where we closed off at the end of last week we were talking about whether the situation before when Yomta follows Shabbat or when Shabbat follows Tov, we have two consecutive days, different festivals. And Rabbi Eliezer has a view that you can create two Eruvs for different purposes, one for each day. And the sages don't agree. But he closes, he closes actually by winning the argument. And the halacha does go according to Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says to them, you agree with me that they are two distinct holinesses. If Shabbat follows festival or festival follows Shabbat, they're two distinct elements of holiness and so we can create two distinct eruvim, maybe one an eruv tchumim to the west and an eruv tchumim to the east we can create two separate Eruvin, one for each day and that's an essential dispute effectively between the sages and between rabbi eliezer, rabbi eliezer and as we're going to discover today as the mishnah progresses between rabbi eliezer and rabbi judah and rabbi eliezer and rabbi judah say two holinesses so but the sages, when they're looking at day one and day two, are going to say one holiness. And this is going to, the rubber is going to hit the road when we get onto Rosh Hashanah. And in fact, when we get onto Rosh Hashanah, the halakha is no longer going to go like Rabbi Eliezer. Let's have a look at the Mishnah. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yudah says, Rosh Hashanah, Shah Tit and then he says the usual set of things which we learnt in the previous Mishnah when Shabbat followed Achag or Chag followed Shabbat. My eruv for the first day is to the east and to the second day is to the west or the other way round. Or maybe my eruv is for the first day and for the second I'll be like the people of the town. Or maybe it's for the second day. All these possibilities. If we can make two eruvin for the two days, and the Mishnah closes v'lo hodulo and the sages did not agree with him. And in fact, we're going to enter now a, a, a set of three Mishnayot which all close with the same phrase v'lo hodulo The sages did not agree with him. So three Mishnayot in which Rabbi Yehuda goes up against the sages on this principle, one or two holinesses. And on each occasion, the sages did not agree with him. Let's take a look at what's going on. So Rosh Hashanah, someone was afraid that it might be intercalated, that we're talking here about Elul. Now, in an ordinary month, the month can be 29 or 30 days. So we don't really know. When Rosh Chodesh is going to be? Now, in the case of Rosh Hashanah, that's a big deal because we need to make special korbanot on Rosh Hashanah. If we don't know until the afternoon of of the first day, after the witnesses come, what korbanot we need to make on that day, it's very problematic. We solve this problem today, by the way, by making Elul always 30 days, if you get out your calendar and you have a look, you'll see that Elul is always 30 days. So we know that Rosh Hashanah always falls on the first and Rosh Hashanah actually fall, fall, runs between the first and the second of Tishrei. Unlike the situation where Rosh Chodesh, where the, if Rosh Chodesh is two days, it'll run between the 30th and the 30th of the previous month. And the first of the new month, and the rabbis decreed Rosh Hashanah is very special, and the sages were the sages were uncomfortable about a lack of respect, either for the first or for the second day, and they decreed that. The two days of Rosh Hashanah are effectively one full day, Yama Arichta, one long day. They didn't distinguish between the two days of Rosh Hashanah. As far as they're concerned, it's only one day. And we can see this view developing in the following Mishnayot. Let's have a look at the next Mishnah. The Odomar Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah said as well, yom Rabbi Yudas said as well, sorry for the typo, a man, a person can make a condition about a basket. This is a basket of produce that's untithed on the first festival day and then eat it on the second day. Well, let's just think what sort of condition this might be. Well, we can't take Truma and Marseille on Yomtev. But if we said if we made a condition, if if it's um, if we if we took Truman and Marseille and, and, and um, made a condition if Yomtev is tomorrow, then this Truman Marseille is taken. And then the following day we made a condition if Yomtum is, is this day I'm taking Truman Marseille. Then he can eat it on the second day because if the second day is a if the second day is the real hug, he's already taken Truman Marseille the day before. And if the second day isn't the real hug, well, on if the second day is not the real hug, he's taken Truman Marseille on the second day, so he's okay. He can eat his he can eat his food, and similarly, an egg. If the egg is laid on the first day, it may be eaten on the second. Because he can say, well, look, if the first day was Chol, I can certainly eat it on the second. And if the first day was Kadosh, I can if the first day was Kadosh, when it was laid, then the second day is Chol. In other words, one way or the other, he can eat his egg on the second day. And the sages didn't agree with him. And similarly, Rabbi this is now Rabbi Dosa, not Rabbi Yudah, but with the same view. Rabbi Dosa ben Ben Harkina somewhere, or lifnei tevab Yom Tov Rosh shana Omer. Someone who goes in front of the of, of the ark, someone who goes um, someone who's a Tzibur on Rosh Hashanah on the first day says Strengthen us, O Lord our God, on this first day of the month, whether it be today or tomorrow, and on the following day. He says, "Im hayom, im whether it be today or yesterday." And the sage did not agree with him. And you'll notice, by the way, the sages never refer to Rosh Hashanah as Rosh Chodesh. Perhaps for this reason, because we know Rosh Chodesh spans the two months, but Rosh Hashanah, and, and perhaps it is two separate days, but Rosh Hashanah is one long day. And the sages are quite insistent about it. And we've, you'll notice, by the way, that we're no longer dealing with Eruvin. We're actually dealing with the Kedusha of Rosh Hashanah. We're dealing with one or two days of holiness. And it's as if the Mishnah has just died in a, at the beginning of the next chapter. We will get back to eruvin, how you make eruvin, what the mechanics are and what the boundary cases are. But at the end of this third chapter, it's as if the Mishnah has diverted off just to emphasize a principle which is incredibly important to the sages, which is not at all obvious in terms of the structure of the halacha that Rosh Hashanah, the two days of Rosh Hashanah are really one day and there's no getting around that. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.